Welcome back to City on a Hill Gaming, a tabletop RPG actual play podcast. Let's meet the team. Hi, I'm Grant, and I'm the GM. Hi, I'm Peter, and I'm playing Faramond Bahar, Human Paladin. Hi, I'm Daniel, and I'm playing Ansel, the Inquisitive Rogue. Hi, I'm Ryan, and I'm playing Ruach, the Air Genasi Shepherd. Hi, I'm Ben, I'm playing Reepsy Piven, the Satyr Druid. Hi, I'm William. I'm playing Myaston Zarbrex. I'm a Dragonborn Wizard. We hope you enjoy our show. Welcome back to City on the Hill Gaming. I am Ryan, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna go ahead and pass it off to Grant. So, Grant, how's it going, folks? All right, good. Anybody remember what we were doing? Because it's been a while. So no, I think, <laughs> right, we talked to the little One. mushroom people, and then we were going to find their village because something was terrorizing their village deeper in the cave. Oh yes. yeah, that's right. And we came across and this then, big geode thing. Yeah. So let's let's and recap we... real quick for William, who was absent. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, William. Thank you. You all uh, had delved into a cave that you had found. Um, you'd found some tracks, human tracks or humanoid tracks leading into it, and found some mushroomy folks hanging out by a depression in a large cavern. Uh, and they all sort of looked at you and released a cloud of spores once you got close, and then... You actually heard in your, uh, well, Mjastin heard in his mind, uh, them going, ah, someone smart we can speak with. Uh, and uh, then you apparently, you negotiated for a little bit and agreed to translate for them as they used their telepathic uh, spores to commu communicate through you to everyone in the party. You also stayed back to uh, think, think with them more. It's, it's been enlightening, frankly. Um, whole lot going on uh, deep in here, but the point is their village is um, currently flooded because something has moved in near them, clogged up the outlet for an underground stream, and has flooded a good chunk of this cavern. Um, they've asked you to help, and you've all agreed because it occurred to you that having ready access to an underground stream and basically underground oasis nobody else knows about, such as whoever's setting up these hostels and stealing oases, might not be a bad thing. Also, You've, we're just helpful. Uh, yeah, there's that, but, you know, th they go hand in hand. It's not like you're keeping it for yourself. No. <laughs> um, you've adventured through some of the cavern, fought off some really nasty Thakas and yeah, those uh, things rest... are horrible. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really, they're really nasty. Uh, especially with, uh, one less person than I expected, frankly. They um, beat the stuffing out of us, not to... <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. You all oh, been, right. you all rested, um, helped a unconscious orc, um, to wake up and he, you talked with him for a little bit and then, continued on your way, climbed up a bit of a cliff, and are currently staring at a geode whose other side disappears into darkness. Yeah, uh, it's well outside the range of your light source. Um, there's a bit of a pathway where uh, some of, there's basically sort of a fault in the geode where crystals have not really formed along the uh, part of the bottom, and it's sort of raised up a little bit. 
There are definitely crystals, uh, all amethyst, down the sides. You probably don't want to slip and fall down the edge of this ridge, but the path is 10, 15 feet wide in some places, so you're not at significant risk of that unless something dramatic and interesting were to happen in this giant room filled with natural spikes. <laughs> Said the GM in the least yeah. comforting way ever. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> or uh, it could also be perhaps you decide to do something interesting and dramatic in this room filled with natural spikes. I'm I'm not going to railroad. I mean, they are very shiny. <laughs> They're That's gorgeous. Facts. I should perhaps note that if you let yourselves down, there's no danger, right? If, if you make a controlled climb down. Just FYI. But if we like full send, if that might you be... leap off, climb up to the ceiling and go, oh, shiny, and jump to the other side, it, it may be a problem. Yes. Less than advisable. Mm. Okay. Noted. <laughs> Unwise. <laughs> Spiky. Minor details. Okay, well, I I suppose we should proceed with caution. Indeed. Uh, as you begin to set across, uh, you hear footsteps from behind you and a slightly out-of-breath Miastin catches up. Oh. Yeah. Welcome. How are uh, how are the mushroom people back there? Everybody doing okay? I think they are. But um, I'll uh, I'll accept that answer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like to think that was a pun. I'm g- I mean, you're gonna have to probably. give it to me because I missed that one. <laughs> he thinks they are. They're telepathic. Oh. Yeah, they chose him to think at. <laughs> Well, if he thinks they are, then I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> All right. Let's not put Descartes before the horse. There it is. Good oh, to be boy. back. <laughs> so am I supposed to be delivering a message or did I just run up and join the group? Uh, so let's talk a little bit. You've had some fascinating conversations with them. A um, couple of interesting things to note. First, uh, they identify themselves as Myconids. They've lived down here for a long time. This cavern was not previously really exposed to the outside world. The general elemental chaos going on in the high wastes opened up this cave entrance, and this is the first time they're really interacting with anyone or anything from the outside above world. Uh, there's a lot that they are curious about. There's a lot you're curious about. They've asked you all sorts of questions. Some surprising blank spots in their knowledge. They are also definitely a hive mind, and their mind, their little colony is linked, although rather indirectly, to what they call the ring which is the network of Myconid colonies, as near as you can tell, at least across the high wastes or underneath it, possibly further. Conceivably the whole world. <laughs> and maybe. They, they 
it's it seems to be more of a relay system where they're like sort of passing messages to neighbors and that sort of thing. Like they're not directly linked, but the colonies all are essentially a hive mind. All right, then. They also have given you an enormous amount of geological and geographical information about everything going on below the desert. And frankly, uh, Maston, it's it's amazing. It's a treasure trove. Who cares what else is going on? You have found what you have been after for ages. <laughs> well, I'll just Knowledge! say <laughs> But uh, you have finally uh, broken away from them for a little bit, caught up with your fellows, and here you are, staring over, again, a, another geological wonder, a uh, geode that's absolutely enormous. And it's glowing, right? There's so there's a ambient light? No. No. It's, it's our oh. ambient light. Then oh. Reap is going to go wolf spider again. Okay. <laughs> Reasonable. <laughs> All right. Um yeah, I I would I I'm not comfortable enough being in in bat form while there's giant pitfalls of spiky doom. So I I'm going to just be fine walking with everyone else. Okay. And I don't have any way of transforming into another form, so <laughs> I mean, it's pretty great. You should, you should, you should try to get you one though. They're pretty great. Eh, well, you know, I wouldn't want to steal your shtick. Dark vision, sixty feet. I'm gonna scurry up a wall. Okay. So, are the purple areas on the map are those more pits? Yeah, the purple areas okay. on the map uh, are uh, going down into the crystal-lined floor. You're really sort of on a what you'd almost call like a walkway. Okay. Not really a catwalk, but you know, a raised walkway above all of these crystal-filled pits. I'm gonna drop off the edge and just kind of scurry down over the edge and just do a quick run around down in the crystals. Yeah. Um you pick your way across. Um I mean there's there's lots of little sharp places to hold on to and it's great. Cool. It's neat. I come back to the group and just kind of thumbs up ish like <laughs> no with one arm. <laughs> not not really the with the thumb, spider thing like, where he like waves his limbs around and stuff. Yeah, back, leg, <laughs> back legs can't come up and just wiggle. A thousand <laughs> tiny hellos. <laughs> what? <laughs> And then, yeah, I'm going to head back to the ceiling and start moving forward just to get this little bit of a scout going. Okay. Um, what are the rest of you doing? I I, I think we should uh, walk forward. Who's the... Ruach has the light source. It, I, I nominate Ruach to lead. I accept your, your, your... Why not? Sure, let's go. All right, it's been <laughs> seconded. Full the motion passes. Uh, <laughs> All right. Hello, I am light source. Move yourselves along. (laughs) I'll stick next to the light source since I have protective abilities. And if somebody tries to extinguish him, I want to be right here. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) What? What now? (laughs) He's 
He said he's helping. Yeah, I'm doing the bodyguard thing next to you, Mr. Lightsource. No, no, no. It's it's the word extinguish. It's the phrase extinguish me that I find concerning. <laughs> yes, well, that is what I am attempting to prevent from happening. <clears throat> I didn't volunteer to do that. You know me better than that by now. No, no, <laughs> I just, just I don't. Like aghast. <laughs> I just don't want to think that anyone is intending to extinguish <clears throat> Ruach. Well, let's hope not, that's but hurtful. just in case somebody is. And that's fair. Better safe than sorry. <laughs> Exactly. Y'all continuing along? How, yeah. how are we doing this? Yep. Cool. Reap, there are signs of life up here on the ceiling. <laughs> oh, that I like a lot less because he did. He said ceiling at the end there. That seems yeah. bad. Um, that seems very bad. Some, some sticky, mucusy sort of stuff up there that's kind of gross. Granite, you're not helping it. I'm going to go up to the nearest one and just kind of tap it with a front leg. Cool. As you do that, I need all five of you. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, sure. To tell me what one material thing you want right now. Oh, I... It can be petty. It can be, you know, life-changing. What's one, like, the one material thing that would be most appealing to your characters just right in this moment? Hot cup of coffee? chest full of gems your choice doesn't seem helpful here interesting oh man uh for ansel like the uh, top of my head he wants like a boba milk tea like that would be the best thing in the world for him like one of those iced teas yeah that's like super milky and has little jelly beads on them yeah i'm just gonna go hard raincoat a raincoat Uh, cold glass of water because because icky slippy stuff on the ceiling dripping down which you don't know really about unappeal- oh that's true never mind huh a better light source what kind something i don't have to keep concentrating on i think is all ruox really because wait wait is is light concentration light not might be might not be concentration i don't think light's concentration no it's just like a one-off no. something that gives us more light Gotcha. Like, Let's go with that. Uh, like a, a like a strong staff. bullseye lantern or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Because light is only a twenty-foot instrument. Oh, I mean, there's there's a flex. All right. What what was that? A sentient musical instrument to accompany me. Nice. I mean, look fair. <laughs> and we asked him. Well, I was gonna say the light thing, but that's been taken. Well, no, no. You can both want sure. it. I sure I could go for my own light source. <clears throat> Reap, you see a harp with an animated. So you know the you've got the curved arch of the harp that sort of sits up against the shoulder, and then a solid piece that's out kind of in front where the hands go. Mm-hmm. Right. The, yep. There's it's you know appropriately sized. It's not a sit-down harp. It's kind of a a traveling harp. 
that frontispiece is carved to look like a satyr. Um, it's hard to tell what, like, any real details about the figure, but you can tell that it is a satyr, and you can see it moving, um, singing along essentially as the the strings gently pluck themselves, unmoving. It's being lowered down to the floor. Ruach, there's a lamp just kind of hovering in midair. Mastin, another, again, a similar lamp. Both of them, uh, you know, a lamp or lantern, fairly ornate, like a good, solid, sturdy structure, but also good-looking. Ansel, uh, Boba T looks delicious right there, like about six feet off the ground. It's like just where you can reach up and take it. Faramond, oh, that cold water looks so refreshing. It's got ice. You have not seen ice in years. And now I need all of you to make will saves. Yeah, there it is. Wisdom <laughs> saves? <laughs> uh, yes, wisdom saves. That's right, because this is not D&D 3.5. <laughs> it, it, that, is, that is a hard thing to shake. It really is. It's You're one of the few wrong. things that I struggle with. You said wisdom. That's a 25 okay. three. within 10 feet of me, which right now is just me, Aston, gets a plus three bonus on the save. You said how many feet of you? Uh, 10. There's a blue aura, so mine's actually a 14. Ooh, okay, I'm just outside. <clears throat> uh, 10. Yeah, so we got a 10, a 12, a 14, a, 14, a 19, and a 25 from Reap. Right. So Ruach and Ansel. Well, let, let me say, uh, Miastin, Fairmond, and Reap. That's stupid. Why would that be here? <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> Ansel and Ruach, you, it doesn't occur to you. Whatever little spell, whatever temptation is happening here doesn't quite occur to you in time before you just reach out and take it because it's right there. Of course it would be there. It's it's what you want. Oh man, this can be so good. Yo, know, I have concerns. Okay. Full and spend. that's when you grab something that is sticky and stringy and start getting hauled up toward the ceiling. Oh no. Oh Nelly. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm sorry. Was this your tea? <laughs> um, the spell breaks or I should say the effect breaks the rest of you save and immediately once you sort of shake off that magical suggestion being projected by the very large silkworm like things up on the ceiling um oh good you know with the the mouths and the pincers and the right. sticky stuff uh -huh. hauling you hauling you up yeah it, it, the the illusion fades can i uh tackle one of the people that's being hauled towards the ceiling and like try and you know break them away from the stuff that's sure. sticking them. Sure, um, <clears throat> I'll say that you are going to slow their ascent and give advantage on it, but you're also going up with them. That's fine. I have a sword. <laughs> Great. Um, um, Reap wants to whichever one uh, Faramon did not go for. Mm -hmm. So. Which one? Which one is Fairman grabbing? I Last probably one? went for uh, Ansel because he's the guy who I'm technically like okay. guarding. Yes. Uh, then I will 
making it i'll run and i want to like try to sever i'm a spider i can't sever but go like attack the one that's pulling up uh yeah you can see something kind of in a hole cut into the ceiling is slowly pulling up this string this very sticky string there are others around in sort of a colony up here so so two things one reap your spider you can just add more webbing and sticky stuff uh and and two as as Fairmon tackles ansel ansel goes no i'll split it with you it's fine we can both have the tea <laughs> excellent <Tea. laughs> um you guys are about 10 feet off the ground now what what's the next step well, as I previously mentioned, I have a sword and I'm hoping I can cut this line before we get too much further up because a 10 foot drop's not too bad. A 30 foot one would be pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Ansel. I, I guess I'm going to also be reaching for my sword. I don't know. I mean, if, if Fairmont's got me and then the other thing also has me, I I don't know if I could reach my sword or no, yeah, we've just. We've established that I keep my daggers just like rolled up in my backpack where they're not useful at all. Yeah. So um, I, I guess I'm just kind of along for the ride. Well, you could certainly try and make a strength check or something to break this. Oh, yeah, sure. Let's do that. If Ansel is known for one thing. Yeah, give me a strength, strength save. And I'm going to let you roll that with advantage because you have Pheromon's additional weight pulling on you. Okay. Pheromon's not that heavy. Although his armor and stuff is so. <laughs> yeah, right. You're still a full grown adult. Yes, I know. I'm bad All right. joke. Um, <laughs> 14, one short. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a good thing we didn't keep that too. Austin, what are you doing? Don't really know. Could I maybe use ice knife to try to cut the line? Something like that? Or Yeah, you, no can, you can use whatever you want. Okay. But this is not ask permission. It's I'm going to try this. Okay. Then. I'm going to try it. I think it's great. Um, who who's are you aiming for? Because they're sort of being pulled in slightly different directions. Remind me again who's been taken. Uh, Ansel, Ansel and, and Ruach. Ruach. Yeah. Ruach. Ruach has the light. Ansel. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know what. Ansel has Faramon hanging off of him at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. Ansel has Faramon, Fer- so let's go with Ruach. Yeah, Ruach's also being pulled up faster because it's not the weight of two people, so. Yeah, yeah, let's go with his. Great. Sort of just winging this to a certain degree here. Yeah, uh, you actually managed to hit whatever is pulling Ruach up, and there's a sudden jerk as Ruach stops and starts to drop down slightly. It also means he's not being pulled out over the spikes. That's appreciated. Thank you. <laughs> uh, he's it. he's still ten feet up, but you've definitely um, you've definitely scared or startled you. Uh, Reap, you see the the flash of a bolt of ice crashing into the ceiling, and whatever's pulling Ruach up pulls back into the hole cut into the ceiling up here that it's kind of slowly pulling the strand into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it leaves it alone. You uh, give me a nature check while you're up here. Okay, nature eighteen. Whatever these are, you've 
you've not seen these before, most likely, but you understand that this is definitely a, it's a predator, but in the sense of a carnivore that eats other creatures, you know, that are alive, it is not particularly aggressive. This is clearly something that lies in wait, lays out a trap, in this case, magically augmented, because it's a D&D world and these things happen, and eventually, you know, pulls up food that is trapped and can't escape. Things that fight back, they don't seem particularly accustomed to or adapted to. Then I'm going to run over and... So he, the other one dropped... The first one dropped Ruach. Uh, it stopped pulling at him. He's still stuck to the okay. ceiling. But it's not pulling on the thread that's been stuck to the ceiling anymore. It's not pulling him in, reeling him in. Okay. Um, but it, I'm gonna... it has retreated into its little hidey hole. But Ansel's is still poking out. Yes. And then I'm going to run over and bite that one. Great. I'm not, you don't have to roll anything. This is, again, it's not really adapted for this sort of, <laughs> of it's not used to other things on the ceiling with it, by and large. Um, <laughs> you get it's it. It's like, and, hey, where'd you come from? <laughs> uh, it sort of feebly claws at you, doesn't really do anything, and then pulls back into its hole to retreat as well. Ansel, there's a jerk, and you and Faramond are slowly swinging back and forth not too far, thankfully uh, above this walkway I mean, it's a little disconcerting to be swinging even slightly towards the very glinty edges of those amethyst crystals, but you should be fine Those look pointy <clears throat> Can I either sacred flame the strands or the creature? Uh, the f the strands would be much easier, okay? Because you just kind of reach up at it. Okay, I'm gonna do that. I don't. Cool. I'm tempted to guide and bolt it because that's gonna do more. It's we're we're sort of in a narrative. Okay, space. I'll yeah. sacred flame it then. Yeah. Um, you do so. Roll me one d six. You take that much falling damage as you. Oh, that's fine. Three. Three. You you take three falling damage as you hit hit the, the walkway. Don't quite roll off the side, thankfully. <gasps> um, and the rest of that sticky strand sort of glistens above you and you have goop stuck to your yeah. whatever your dominant hand is. It's kind of gross. I use my staff to kind of grab hold of something and make sure I don't slide right. off. Fairmont and Ansel. He flies yeah, through the up. air with the greatest of okay. ease. There, there was some here. activity, some sort of <clears throat> unpleasant insectile squabble above you, and then you stopped moving. Okay, I'm going to kind of sort of like climb up Ansel's backpack and <laughs> hack at this <laughs> strand that's got us suspended here. There you go. Knee right in the back of the neck. <laughs> Gow yeah. my kidney. Just like maximum uncomfortableness for poor Ansel. Like, Excellent. It's not actually yeah. going to injure him at all, but it's just, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. A grip in like exactly that part of like the back where it's like, oh, no, that, that hurts. Stop. <laughs> yeah. That's my collarbone. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, cutting at it? Yep. Um, 
give me a strength save again with advantage. Okay. And you ha- do Remember have to add plus three to this. Twenty-two. Yeah, well, yeah twenty-two. You manage to cut this and pull your um, your sword free of the sticky strand as it gives way as well. Excellent. <laughs> um, roll me. Each of you roll me one d six. Uh, all right. Well, while I'm falling, I'm gonna try to flap my cape like I'm flying. Awesome. <clears throat> uh, Fairman lands hard as always. I mean, Max you did land like falling. you may have like rolled your ankle slightly falling on Ansel. Oh, <laughs> I, I uh, uh, D six. Ansel, however, is almost entirely unfazed, rolling a one. So. Solid the cape damage. works. <laughs> Faramon takes yes. damage from everything. Part four hundred and twenty-seven. Part... Yes. <laughs> um, I probably have the highest armor class in this entire party, and yet I get injured the most. I know this it's... is <laughs> just bizarre. <laughs> I mean, build a tank and be upset when you end up tanking. I I don't know. Yeah. I'm not supposed to tank like random. You know what? Never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure taking falling damage is just part of D and D. That's you have a point. It um, pains me to admit it, but you have a point. You know who it, it also mean... pains? Uh, Fairmond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. In the meantime, um, reap the other creatures whatever these are these silkworm like creatures um or not silkworm um glowworm i should say glowworm type creatures you see them all sort of pulling back into similar holes since they all sense that something is not right uh something predatory among them and they um start kind of sealing up holes with more sticky mucusy webbing. Yeah, you do that. I use my back Rub yourself like into the ceiling. Push you guys have any like a dog. Do, do you guys have any more tea? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> at least we're down. That's not nothing. That's just what I wanted. Yes. Um the tea was a lie. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm making a note here. Huge <laughs> success. Nine out of ten would pun again. I'm going to kill you and all the cake is gone. <laughs> well, it's hard to overstate my satisfaction. <laughs> I mean, look. Uh, do what you must because you can, right? For the good of all of us. Except the ones who are dead. <laughs> all right. Moving briskly forward. <laughs> yes, before this turns into all of us singing still alive and we get like taken off for copyright. Everything. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of DMCA cut violations, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh I I I guess we we keep moving forward. Or around in a safe direction. I'm I'm just going to keep an eye out for any more swinging boba teas. Uh, 
they're the the remaining strands that you guys, the other three ignored, or um, are still sort of dangling there, but nothing's pulling at them, and you can easily kind of just walk around them. The walkway is thankfully wide enough where you can, <clears throat> you know, use something and just sort of gently push them out of the way if they're not, or just duck under them. Can we maybe like tie them to each other? <laughs> I mean, you, you can. I wouldn't say it does a lot of good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just. Oh, sort of like a I took max system? falling damage. Okay. I'm feeling spiteful. <laughs> show you, <laughs> big Tie dumb stupid worms. predatory shoelaces together. Okay, okay. Grant. Yeah, out here in the distance to to Ruwak's north, top right corner. Yeah. Um, purple down, not purple level with us. Correct. So floating or just not floating, late. just sort of raised up, spiry. Okay. Um, how how deep does it appear? I mean, it's only like 10, 12 feet deep. It's just sharp. It's the spikes that are the problem. Okay. Yeah, All really, right, gotcha. it's, it's quite sharp. Okay, so I mean, do we hit a certain point where it appears like... I'm going to take the light source and move it, sorry. Um, where we've hit sort of like a finite amount of crossing space? Um, I mean, for people who aren't reap. There's definitely some some gaps. I guess people who aren't reap. Five foot squares or ten foot squares? Five foot. So we could like full send it over here, right? Uh, yeah, I th I think does everyone just get like a five foot jump? Like that's just a movement action, isn't it? You can jump with a running jump. I think up to half your speed, I believe. I have to. I'm gonna have to look it up real quick. Um, yeah. Uh, you cover a number of feet up to your strength score. If you move at least 10 feet on foot immediately before the jump. If you make a standing long, long jump, only half that distance. Checks his strength score real quick. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. As long as nothing's <laughs> further than 11, I'm fine. 10 yeah. for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, same. So, like, I could end up where Reap is. Relatively speaking. Like, uh, uh, yeah. when, I, when I say where Reap is, like, I could jump from, like... I could jump from this edge to, like, here. Yeah, absolutely. And does this require, like, an athletics check? Or no, just, it's like... just limited by your strength score. Okay. If you land in difficult terrain, you have to make an acrobatics check to land on your feet. If there's a low obstacle or something, uh, there's a DC-10 strength athletics check to clear it. Uh, but oddly enough, athletics doesn't really... Oh, yeah, that's true. To jumping, with the exception of uh, high jump, you can, uh, you know, I can make a, I can allow you to make an athletics check to jump a little bit higher, right? So if I shoot for like right here, can I just land that safely, relatively speaking? Um, barely. Yeah. What's your strength score? 10. So running, that would give me 10 feet. Okay. You're good. <laughs> All right, I I will have to do exactly the same thing because my over. my strength is eleven. Great, you actually make it slightly more easily than Ruach. 
Yeah. Oh, that's I was grabbing the wrong character. Hop. All right now, I'll move out of the way in case anyone else needs to. Now I'm just really worried. Yaston's strength score isn't going to be high enough. I don't remember what it is. Goink. The nine. <laughs> it's a nine. No. <clears throat> I didn't really follow the math, but it shouldn't be. Should be able to make it, I believe. Uh. You might, you know, end up slamming into the side of it and taking some scrapes. Okay, so nine is the jump. Theoretically, you might also have friends who can try and grab you and keep you from sliding down the sharp wall. We can do that, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, I I probably have... Wait, well, I don't know if I would have rope. What's in my backpack? It's I've not got really the sort of situation rope will help is the problem. But, but rope helps everything. Accurate. Just, you just need like a hundred feet of rope and uh -huh. piton, pitons, and then you're good. You can do any D and D campaign with rope and pitons. Accurate. That checks out. All right. So I guess we're just gonna go for it. Uh, actually, go. speaking of rope, I mean, if we really want to get fancy with it, can we have Reap carry it up to the ceiling, like tie it around something as a spider, and let him swing across? Or that's or actually just a very solid idea. Carry it up. It? Yes. Well, um, I mean, as a spider, I, as a spider, wolf, he could just make a safety net. Do wolf spiders make silk? Touche. Not really. No. I didn't think so. I know I have like weird web abilities, but not actually creating web. Yeah. Okay, so we go back and get the boba tea strings, and then uh... <laughs> the tea was a lie, Ansel. <laughs> a man I can a... dream. Yes, but a man cannot a plan with resources that are not actually there. Or if one does, their plan is doomed to failure from the outset. That has never stopped me before. <laughs> yes, why do you think I'm here? <laughs> Full send it, brother. Full send it. <laughs> um, I I think we could we can all just like stand near the edge and pretty much catch Myston when he jumps and just pull him up. Yeah, that seems probably like the best way of going about this. <laughs> all right. I, I, there's there's no sense making this more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah. I'll but save yeah, that for just, later. Yeah, we don't. We do. We do not need to do a full-fledged skill challenge just to get one person across a ten-foot jump. That seems excessive. Great, you solved my. The GM says otherwise. I mean, I'm I'm not running this game, but you have solved my narrow gap puzzle. All right. So, you want me to count down, or you just want me to jump? Count countdown. Okay. Three, two. One jump. Yep. And then I land somewhere in there. I don't know. In there seems good. Okay. Yeah. So did you catch me? Yeah. <laughs> we should be grabbed fine. probably by three people at once and hauled over. It's just six hands reach out when you get there and just <laughs> 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 This is creepier than I expected. Pull him in, pull him in, pull him in, pull him in. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Reap gets involved, and then fourteen hands reach out. And... <laughs> oh. This is really uncomfortable. It's not great. Oh, Reap, I love it. Okay, I have a concern. About, I like the spider's like... got like little human hands on the end of all of its no, legs, just for no. extra creepiness. Why? 
We can get him. We can get him Peter, tiny why? white gloves. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. I'm not mad at that. And a, you can and like a top old hat. school animated. And a cane or several canes. No, we get him eight monocle. Well, four monocles. Half. Yes, you need half as many monocles. Correct. Okay. Um. So. I don't so feel we are like on. We can make the jumps to the rest of these really. Like maybe to here, but then like nowhere else. What does the rock formation on the ceiling look like? Yastin, yeah, roll, uh, roll me one d six. Take that oh, much man. slashing damage your le- as your legs slam into those crystals. Four, yeah, four damage. Woo. Um, there you go, reap. Uh, what does you... the um ceiling look like around here? Yeah, so that, that's what I'm getting to. It's it's oh. actually all crystals up, crystals and holes. You know, lovely, lovely holes. Uh, there's definitely an exit that you can see and sense to the uh, northeast. Would it be possible if I ran down and got a rope to find a angle of crystal to tie the rope off so they can swing across? The question is, will you be able to tie it? I got eight hands. Real no, you have eight little pincer claws. <laughs> Real question, I think, Just, is whether or not any of us can swing a cross on it. As I'm grabbing the Aston to pull the edge, I'm going to use four points of lay on hands on him, just for the record. I put that in the chat, but I didn't say it out loud, and this is an actual play. So. There you go. There you go. I, I suppose <laughs> I should I should clarify, as a wolf spider, you probably have 16 toes total. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, okay. If I'm remembering correctly, you said if we decided to carefully lower ourselves lower ourselves down we can just like get down to the bottom of the crystal and then just kind of climb back up yeah yeah why why and why don't like we just walk around gingerly yeah I mean, we it, just carefully it'll climb slow, down it'll be slow going but yeah and you, you know you'll tear up tear up your packs and that sort of thing but it will certainly not hurt you we we could just put our packs on the giant wolf spider and uh yeah, yeah sure we'll we'll give him the packs one at a time and then just let him let him drop all those off and then we'll, we will carefully i i don't mind carefully just just climbing down and then crawling back up excellent uh you yeah, proceed then with no real further incident although it's definitely slower <clears throat> but good news, you don't slam anyone into the side of anything this time around. These crystals are pretty, guys. <laughs> they are lovely. Um, um, I, if anybody wow. wants to pocket, frankly, any amount of large amethyst, now's absolutely the time to do so. Yeah, oh, I, I'm definitely going to just just like take a chunk. Yeah. I, 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 like golf ball sized. Yeah, the nice chunk. thing is, Despite your best efforts, some of this stuff will just kind of break off as you're moving through. Some, you know, some of this is large crystal, but a lot of it is small and fairly delicate, and it just breaks off. And I'm having a day well. of wonder flashbacks. Faramond kind of like thoughtfully taps at an area and then takes like a piece of amethyst the size of a basketball with a whole bunch of inclusions in it and just yeah. softball <laughs> awkwardly stuffs it into his pack. <laughs> like there you go. I'll let you figure out how much weight that is. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> big rock. <laughs> big rock. 
I mean, listen, big quick rock shiny rock in pocket is a fundamental human principle. So accurate, especially adventurers. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. <laughs> like... or or small children or I was going to say that's really a very small child thing. Yes. Oh, no, it's not. It's not just a small child thing. I it's also you. a me thing. Yeah. Ooh, pretty rock. Uh, yeah. So you guys get across and there is a uh, a crack, large crack, I should say, in the side of it that uh, or fissure really where this kind of scar that you're walking along, this imperfection uh, kind of exits the geode. And uh, yeah, it's more of the same cavern. All Three. right. So yeah. uh, this... There's a musty smell emanating from this hallway. And there's definitely uh, some mushrooms g- growing and you're starting to see kind of some some thin kind of algae-ish or fungusy sort of layers on the walls and floor and ceiling. I think we're getting closer to the village. We are in fact probably getting closer to the village, yes. I want to uh, tap on the mushrooms. Considering that we've been walking this whole time, I would hope we were getting closer to the village. Make me that uh, that nature check, since you're checking out yeah. the mushrooms. Eleven. To the best of your knowledge, no, these aren't. These don't seem to be toxic. But then again, you've not really seen mushrooms the size of a giant wolf spider before, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who can say? <laughs> The, the clump of mushrooms that Reap is looking at is about 15 feet across. Do they react if I tap on them? Uh, not particularly. Okay. All right. Well, I, I think we should just keep proceeding and, and maybe not mess with the mushrooms too much. Do I think, and, like, I don't know how to ask this in a way that's not, like, stretching it. Um, with his connection with the... Do we know what kind of people they were technically considered in terms of like a racial name? Yeah. Mykonids? Um, yeah. Mike, Mike yep. Mykonids. With his connection to them, do I think Myasin um, has any connection to like can pick up anything around us that we wouldn't be able to normally, I guess is my question. That sounds like a question for Myasin, not me. <clears throat> hey, Myasin. <clears throat> sure. Like, sure, sure. Seems yeah. fine. Yeah, if, if I can make a check and pick something up, I'm glad to do it. <laughs> um, you can focus really hard, put your hands to your temples, and try and communicate <laughs> with the mushroom. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com, email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgaming. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter, Grant, and Jenny at stgcast.org or at Saving the Game on Twitter. Thanks, and have a blessed day. Special thanks as always to our Patreon backers, Tony, Andrew, Ashley, Christina, and Joanne. Uh, Daniel, sound sound check things. Uh, okay. Uh, Prismari are the theater kids of Strixhaven, and magic is how they express themselves. Their spells can be spectacles of raw creativity or meticulous artistic expression. All the world's a stage, and whether their art is informed by mind or emotion, Prismari always leave a lasting impression. Their motto is, express yourself with the elements. Very good. When is that? That set drops in what, February? Uh, I oh wait, it's February have... now. I don't know why I said that.
Yeah, time is a lie. I have no idea. It's after Time Spiral Remastered spoilers. Ooh. Time Spiral Remastered. Also excited for that. Ben. This is crazy, right? I mean, not me as king. To be honest, that's way overdue. Like, I should have been made king of something a long time ago. King of jokes, king of mercs, king of great pickup lines, king of weapons, king of good ideas. All right, fine. That last one's a little bit of a stretch. What is that from? Uh, Deadpool episode uh, <laughs> issue two. Oh. I don't know which issue two, but it's an issue two. An issue two. And because I know, I know he has like four thousand titles, so probably. <clears throat> uh, this is where he's king of Staten Island. This is a book about the heart of Christ. Who is he? Who is he really? What is most natural to him? What ignites within him most immediately as he moves towards sinners and sufferers? What flows out most freely, most instinctively? Who is he? This book is written for the discouraged, the frustrated, the weary, the disenchanted, the cynical, the empty, those running on fumes, those whose Christian lives feel like constantly running up a descending escalator. Those of us who find ourselves thinking, how could I mess up that bad again? It is for that increasing suspicion that God's patience with us is wearing thin. For those who know that God loves us, but suspect we have deeply disappointed him, who have told others of the love of Christ, yet wonder if, as for us, he harbors mild resentment, who wonder if we have shipwrecked our lives beyond what can be repaired, who are convinced that we've permanently diminished our usefulness to the Lord, who have been swept off our feet by perplexing pain and are wondering how we can keep living under such numbing darkness who look at our lives and how to interpret the data, but only by concluding that God is fundamentally parsimonious. It is written, in other words, for normal Christians. In short, it is for sinners and sufferers. How does Jesus feel about them? What is that from? That is from the introduction of Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland. Okay. And I'm going to have to ask this question. What does parsimonious mean? Stingy. Oh, Okay. Good to know. Very interesting. Yep. Um, I'm going to do something I haven't done in a long time and read off of a physical paper magic card. Brineborn Cutthroat, one in a blue, for a 2-1 Merfolk Pirate with Flash. Whenever you cast a spell during an opponent's turn, put a plus one, plus one counter on Brineborn Cutthroat. This is about to go into one of my commander decks. All right, then. Oh man, every time I see that card show up on Arena, I think, I'm about to lose this game. Uh-huh. That's the hope. Love Brian Bourne Cutthroat. Good card. Excellent card. William, say hi. Hi. Perfect. Sorry, I'm late. Hey, okay. you made it. And Welcome. Uh, Grant. Turning motion. Walk. Fixed an issue where the character's forward backward shift value was nullified when turning around while walking. Standing medium kick. Shortened startup from 6 frames to 5 frames. Entire move shortened from 21 frames to 20 frames. Crouching medium kick. Shortened startup from 7 frames to 6 frames. Entire move shortened from 23 to 22 frames. Changed frame advantage on hit from plus 4 to plus 5. Chikara Ashi. Changed frame advantage on block from plus 2 to plus 4 frames. Neko Damashi. V-Skill 1. Shortened startup from 15 to 12 frames. Entire move shortened from 42 to 39 frames. Sumo Headbutt. Increased knockback time on hit. Normal V-Skill 2, medium 100 hand slap. Increased knockback time when the final attack lands in the air. EXO show throw. Increased active attack frames from 2 frames to 3 frames. Incre- reduced frame advantage on whiff from 60 frames to 59 frames. And V-Trigger 1, Oni, Dai- uh, Oni Daikaku. 
Change frame advantage on block from minus four to minus two frames can now be canceled into when Sumo headbutt hits. Canceled version has different damage and stun and damage from neutral version. So those, those are, are patch notes from which Street Fighter game? For E Honda? Uh, yes. Ooh, very good. Uh, hey, latest patch said... notes for Street Fighter V. Big shakeup, actually. They added a whole new mechanic in Season 5. So. Oh, it wasn't until hmm. you said 100 hand slap that it really. I thought I we got were the sumo headbutt. I figured yeah, out that it was Honda, but uh, that makes sense. I have not I played Street Fighter game. So I have not played Street Fighter since Street Fighter Two. Not even Street Fighter Two Alpha, but Street Fighter Two in middle school on you know a friend's Super Nintendo. We'd go yeah, up there and play constantly. Uh, but I I definitely mained E Honda as you know a dirty preteen. So. No, no, oh, same. Yeah. It was E Honda and Blanca. <laughs> yep. I, gotta... I, I enjoyed Blanca, but I really wasn't good at using special moves, but I could mash like crazy. So, yeah, I oh, could you underhand just slap. used the shock thing over and over again. And whenever anybody tried to do anything, they'd get zapped. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was um, E Honda and Guile for me. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, for me, it was it was E Honda and uh, Dalsim because how do you, he can punch you from across the screen? How do you beat that? Yeah, bad. Uh, uh, Dalsim mains are salty though. I have found in Street Fighter Five. That that also tracks. Uh, yeah, I played Street Fighter Two Turbo <laughs> on the Sega Genesis. Was that and when you turbo. could slide forward while hundred hand slapping? Wait, you yeah, can do that? Yeah, they they yeah, added there was, stuff. And, an evolution uh, where you could do the 100 hand slap or the Chun Li kick and slide forward and just pin somebody into a corner. Oh, yep. yeah. Well, that seems unfortunate. That. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, Street Fighter Five, you know, is neat. They've got six in development, according to various semi confirmed conversations. Um, but they actually just dropped a whole new season and update that they hadn't really planned on. Um, and they've added a bunch of cool stuff. So neat, sweet. Yeah, um, it's nice. Okay. 